Hey, I got a joke for you guys I wrote. Let's hear it. This is the first joke I've ever written. All right. So, uh, did you hear what Rob Manfred's favorite band is? Suicidal Tendencies. This is Mona Lisa Baseball. Could you guys imagine for a minute that we could resurrect like Babe Ruth and Mickey Mantle and ask them what they think about these changes? Do you think they would be more aligned with what we're saying or more in line with like what almost everyone else is saying? They might laugh you out of the room. Yeah. The pitcher doesn't hit. Imagine telling that to Babe Ruth. The pitcher won't hit. Yeah. What? What? Right. That's the ultimate hypothetical question. Would they agree with us? could do like a, a Futurama and have their head alive in a jar, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I, they would not be pleased. Like, dude, you guys know I took our cause to Reddit and it, it's not a popular cause. Like I lost a bunch of karma and I was being super nice to everyone, oh, sorry, just simply man. posting my beliefs about how I don't like the shift ban, articulating mm-hmm. it without confrontation, you know, saying I think catering the ballparks to babies is a bad idea, saying I don't think you should bring your oh. baby and sit in the front. Like I said, all this stuff, super mm-hmm. kind about it. People hated me. Kind of about people it. were laughing at me, mocking me. I responded to every single person, you know. And all I did was post the question: Do you guys think that uh, now that the game's sped up, that this will be like a year where more fans find the game? Mm. Will they actually show up? What are you, an imbecile? I got the pretentious guy posting the survey. Well, if you did seen the survey, you told people and you asked them, why don't you watch baseball? Fifty-three of them say it's too long. Okay, yeah, I know. All right. Well, guess what happens when you poll a bunch of Americans um, in December if they're going to like diet and exercise in the new year, what they'll say. You get a bunch of useless data, okay? <laughs> Americans are, we'll say whatever. Like, okay, yeah, it's too long for them, but like, are they actually going to show up now that it's 2.30 instead of 3? Actually, are they going to show up? And I just, <sighs> they fucking hate us. Because <laughs> I, you failed miserably. I mean, they all hate us. Hundreds of people in this thing. One guy agreed with me. One guy. A three. I want to ask you a question. Sure. All right. Correct me if I'm wrong here. This will be the first year, in at least a few, where you're not coaching the team this year. Is that true? That is correct. First time in five years. I want to know more about what's going on in your mental now that we're mid March. I get daily updates. Yeah, I still got some people coaching, so I get the opportunity to get the read on the kiddos that are still there that I remember coaching. Assistant manager long distance. Yeah, just checking in, getting the pulse. As hard as it is to accept the world that we live in, I am still a baseball guy, and I still love it. So it's not like I can't not think about baseball in March. But it's weird not coaching. So, I mean, when does the baseball season start up there for those players in the Little League and high school and things like that? Uh, Montana doesn't have sanctioned baseball for schools. Oh. Yeah. So they play American Legion and I believe Cal Ripken. I'm not familiar with any of that. Those are summer leagues? Yeah, definitely in the summer. And part of it is just because I mean, there's still snow on the ground. I get that they don't have sanctioned school yeah. teams that are when school ends in May, June, but... I never um, thought of that. Yeah, it's a trip because... But they probably got hockey teams. Yeah, and middle school football. Oh, shit. Hmm. That was strange to tackle? me. Tackle? Tackle, yeah. Full pad. Damn. Yeah. Would was, you have played A4? In middle school? Uh, yeah. A4 was not built like a football player in middle school. No. He was built like a marathon runner. I was more into basketball. I didn't really want to jeopardize my basketball career. Yeah. But uh, football's a great sport. I mean, look, I think flag football is a great sport. I agree. 
Um, tackles just a little too much for me personally. You know, anytime there's a, an ambulance is waiting for you on the sidelines, it's, I mean, it's, it's exciting. I see why people like it and I don't, it's not my least favorite thing in the world by any stretch. I mean, I, I was definitely watching the 49ers and the playoffs and stuff and I follow them and stuff, but, um, I mean, it's a great game. Oh, the concussion and brain injuries. That's that these guys' lives get totally effed up like forever. It's tough to see, you know, that Buffalo Bills player, you know, go down and like the whole country was shocked when that Bills player went down. Right. Hey, uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. Can you describe what you're talking about with this Bills player? It was gnarly. Uh, he had a cardiac arrest on the field Oh, and that was the end. So it was, didn't finish the game. There's a lot of repercussions to it, but yeah, I agree with you guys. Football, just in general, it's a violent game built for different types of athletes. That's for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. So bro died on the field? Did not die. He did not uh, die. Okay. No, the guy who administered CPR was Johnny on the spot and kind of cool. They nominated him for like player of the year at the end of the NFL awards or something like some kind of like mm, that's cool. loving gesture, but it was intense for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Thank you for that. That's the risk we play sure. when we play any sports, really. Um, there's contact, there's we can risk mi- of injury. We can mitigate risk. We can compare one sport to another and say this one's safer. This one condones fighting, right? Like hockey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think argument. hockey's so beautiful. I'd love to watch hockey, but until they immediately stop fights, I refuse to give them any of my attention. Well, all right. <laughs> A2, I got a bone with you on that one. Pick it. Oh, I read a book. Oh, this is great. And it had a lot to do with what we talk about here about the game self-governing. Mm. And I know even to a casual fan of any sport, you know, Wayne Gretzky, you know, the great one. He got traded. He didn't go anywhere without, I think his name was Al McGinnis or Marty McSorley. Anyway, some enforcer dude. Oh, right. And these enforcers, this type of player, they had a code of conduct that they went by where they wouldn't take cheap shots. Mm. They would help keep the game moving and keep the stars safe within the game itself because of these guys. Right. Like if you fuck with Wayne, I'm going to fuck you up. Yeah. And it was a known fact that if you wanted to do that, you know, if you were getting a cup of coffee in the NHL and you thought going after Gretzky was a good idea, it turns out it wasn't because this guy was going (laughs) to ruin your day. So and the uh, guy's name's Mick Sorley. It's yeah, so good. Uh, oh wow! Perfect. I mean, what a what a great hockey. Why name. you so sore? <laughs> so anyway, my point is, I got Mick Sorley. Because I would love to hear your take on that. Because that's what you guys talk about is the game self governing. Uh, this is great. So let me hear it. Let me. Yeah, hear this it. is a slam dunk. Like I don't like if we're bringing kids to these things and we are. And grown men are punching each other in the face. That's a bad look. I, I just, <laughs> I don't. I'm not a boxing fan. <laughs> I am more just attracted to sports that are more cerebral. That's just my interest. Yeah. I think that sports that where you have to think and be really strong and nimble while not trying to hurt somebody else are the best. That's why I like baseball so much. I think that that resonates huge with me. I love the fact of what baseball is and how we've been able to have a perfect competition, in my opinion, without having to be the biggest guy on the block. You know what I mean? Right. Um, But Beyond the idea of it being not a good look, what's your take on the self-governing? Can we put mechanisms in place for the game to govern itself that don't involve people's fists, though? Can we, like, find people? I don't know. I feel like there's a different way other than violence, and I, I feel that about basically everything in life. Oh, I think I got an idea. The two people that are fighting, the refs jump in and they stop it, and then they send both players to the middle of the ice, and they bring in... 
that carnival game where you hit the hammer down on the bullseye, and it's like whoever gets the highest number wins, and it's like yeah, fuck you, fucking bitch. random feats of strength. The fans decide. They vote on Twitter. Oh yeah, okay, <laughs> or that. Yeah, you know you carry the log thing. No, if they get aggressive, they can wheel out another carnival game where you actually punch an object and it records the unit of power you robot. Oh, i'm stronger <laughs> you, have robot. you punch the robot oh and then God. i'm gonna punch the robot and then we're gonna see whose number's bigger yeah punching the robot bring it on my last thought on it a2 and a4 as a basketball guy i need you to chime in here too and i haven't been watching many sports but i've been following it still just on the you know getting the the recaps and, and reading articles but it seems to me that in the NBA these days, there's like a brawl a game. Mm. Chippy. I don't think in with competition mm. and in the game itself, I don't want it to be violent. I'm not advocating for violence. I'm trying to get to the idea that people keep getting babied in these sports and then everyone gets overly chippy or wants to celebrate a double by uh, dancing and doing a bat flip and like, in the game that I don't like. It's like my least favorite thing in football. Every time there's a first down. I'd be down with that. Every time there's a first down or a sack. If someone did a a flip on his way to second base for a double, (laughs) I'd be down with that. I just, I mean, just the answer to every problem on the court is like the answer's on the scoreboard, yo. Like that's, you don't need to punch somebody. You don't need to talk shit. Answer's on the scoreboard. Yeah. But then why do they do it all the time? Because they're so juiced up. They're amped up, man. Like I get it. There's going to be dust up. I'm not saying they're not going to happen, but I'm saying... The league condones it in the NHL. They're like, okay, you guys can fight for a while. Go ahead. We love it. Oh, and then, oh, and guess what? Every time there's a bench clearing brawl, they put it on ESPN. First, I there's not a brawl a game. I mean, it's not like that. Those thugs. Basketball is a really difficult sport to officiate. I mean, if you're comparing mm-hmm. to baseball, it's pretty easy, especially the way that it's trending. I mean, calling the difference between a block and a charge is yeah, subjective. <laughs> Come yeah. on. I mean, it's tough. You, it's like now you're reading like the whole vibe of the game and which way momentum's flowing and stuff. So talk about a human element. I mean, and a lot of acting, the, the NBA mm-hmm. and a lot of, there's a lot of flopping what's a flop, what's not. It's just like, I mean, you want to see the human element in officiating and watch some basketball. Right. It's all over the place. Right. Um, but they're not having a brawl a game. They're not having a brawl a game. But it is getting chippier to A3's point. It's getting chippier because there's so much gray area in basketball, mm-hmm. you know? And so if they want to clean that up, maybe the players will clean up the gray matter. Yeah. If we're going to have more robots around to mm-hmm. make the right call at the right time all the time, yeah. then maybe we'll have less. Yeah. gruntled players i truly believe that it is actually impossible to have a perfect umpire in, in basketball because the guys are just too close to each other it's just like you said like what's a foul what's a block yeah. like i think a robot could call baseball and be better than an umpire like more accurate right right not more fun mm-hmm. definitely i think that that's you're giving up a lot for that gonna take a few more decades or let's say generations and for basketball to get to that point where it's just as good as a human in terms of some of these calls like it's too subjective it, for out of bounds stuff like the robot's always going to be better can you picture a baseball yeah. game with no umps out there it's tough i mean it's what i've been doing for years man 
I'm picturing a baseball game with no humans on the field right now, bro. <laughs> I'm thinking they're just all robots. Rays. I mean, you, we really could do that today. There could just be no ups. Like, all of a sudden, they lose their job to technology. Yeah. It's like, they got weeded out. We don't need you anymore. Well, they'd be joining the general population. A lot of people would be losing their jobs to technology, man. Yeah, that's fair. Do you guys think you'd want to attend a game less if that were the case? Oh, yeah. Might be a cleaner look. Or would it not matter to you? <laughs> I mean, I'm more concerned with the price of beer. That's my issue. Uh, malts, hello. <laughs> I can't find malt. Dude, you know, I couldn't even find a picture of a malt on the internet. And Truth be told, I found like oh, three of them. Whoa. I found like three pictures of a Carnation malt, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Dodgers got their own branded malts. Ah. But I mean, they were old pictures, dude. Yeah. A1 mm. does love his malts. <sighs> well, it's I tough, do too, man. except for the wooden spoon. It's tough. I kind of like the wooden spoon. I love the wooden spoon. Better than plastic. That's for the record. It's chocolate ice cream and you get a bunch of it. They, it's a whole big old cup. Exactly. I couldn't believe it as a kid. It's like, my, I know. my parents are buying me this. Yeah, it's a ball game. Here, eat this. Uh, yeah. The whole thing. It's like, yeah, that's yours. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I clearly remember my dad going, oh, you'll like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because he knew I looked like ice cream, chocolate, whatever. Hold on to this for 10 minutes. Yeah. And then I got a splinter in my tongue. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the risk we take. <laughs> Tastes great. And it was cold enough to numb the pain. Oh, great. I saw the pin that you got of the extra inning candlestick games at night. Yeah, yeah. Had the had snow pin. French, yeah. French word on it or something. It was good to see that again. It'd been years. If you guys don't know, I've been putting some work into the YouTube thumbnails. So we do have a YouTube channel. You can go check out my wonderful Photoshop work, which is getting more and more creative as time goes on. Oh, all right. Yeah, we went from just like a picture of a snow pin. I'm, I'm fucking spray painting uh, the green monster now. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I was most impressed with your snow pin. Nice. We got Madison Bumgarner as the Ultimate Warrior body slamming Rob Manford. That's really good. Hell yeah. Dude, what'd you guys think of my joke? Come on, zero to ten. Nine. That was good. It really set the tone, dude. <laughs> that was the funniest joke ever written. <laughs> it's not subjective. No. It was your first attempt? <laughs> okay. Yes. It was the golden age. Well, I have heard from multiple people that they listen to the show purely for the comedy and they have no interest in baseball. I'm retiring my comedy career. I'm one for one. I'm out. <laughs> oh, that reminds me of me in the California lottery. I bought like one ticket one time, one 10 bucks. I'm like, you know what? I'm never going to buy another ticket ever again. And I'm out. This can only get worse for me. <laughs> Top of the club. I'm actually up 10 on gambling. Great feeling. Well, I was up nine. I was up nine. Up nine. Right. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I am just really struggling to wrap my head around the base running piece. Okay. I think the rules, I hate that it can end with no action, but I know. the idea and the irony of baseball, basically the gumption is we want you to hit homers, but then they go, well, um, we need you to steal bases too. And it's <laughs> like a, a lost art form that they don't want to teach or sign guys that can steal bases unless they can hit homers. So we shorten the base paths and make it more attractive to steal you know, there are certain things that the game has changed over the years just based on statistics and less bunting and all that shit. And so it's like, what the, f- like, pick a fucking lane here. Like, what do you want? And it really is just another example of messing with this idea of perfection that they should have just left it alone because it was pretty fucking perfect when it began with. You said Matt Scherzer was exploiting the new rule. Are there any base stealers that are kind of 
none to be exploiting what's been set forth? Well, I can tell you that yesterday in a spring training game, the Giants attempted nine stolen bases in a game and were successful six times. What? That says something. Six of nine. Not bad. I think it's more for pitchers. Like I read an article on Mad Bum. I got the stats. Love the Mad Bum stuff. Mad Bum was kind of messing with the... Yeah, he's using the pitch com. He's calling his own pitch. He's using pitch com. He loves it, which is interesting to hear. I thought he would just be... But he, uh, it was pretty funny. I guess there was like a rookie on first base and he threw over twice, right? Knowing that that was the rule. Mm-hmm. And he threw over a third time and they didn't pick him up. Oh. And so. Free Bach. By rule, that's a Bach and the guy right. gets second base. But the kid was so nervous. He's like, I'm not just going to walk off this base in front of Madison Bumgarner. Until Mad Bum gave him like it's oh, cool, shit. it's cool, kid. You can take second. I just wanted to see what they would do. Yeah. Did he like wave his glove? He's like, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. and I thought wow. that was pretty rad. Oh, I wish I saw that so bad. That's the best thing I've ever heard. Is it cool? Like, <laughs> are you going to argue with Ump right now because everyone wants you to? Yeah. <laughs> no, it was pretty sweet. And Mad Bum's quote was, "I just wanted to see what they would do," oh. and he's just kind of playing with it. And that's amazing. So there will be some gamesmanship, which is fine. But I don't think it makes the game exponentially better. I just think it makes Madbum that much more killer. Yeah, totally. Well, he's a badass. He's calling his own pitches. And of course he's going to call his own pitches. I mean, he's a veteran. Yeah, tell me more about this. Yeah, it's a little, the catcher hears it. And so he tells the catcher what he's throwing or he just yeah, throws he, it? Yeah, he pushes some buttons and the catcher gets a sensation or... Is it in the mitt? It's this extra thing they wear, yeah. It, there's different versions of this. There's a wrist strap. There's uh-huh. also an audio version of this um, that different teams are using different levels of the game. Like college teams are using some versions of this. Um, oh, it's not, not universal. A team doesn't have to use a certain brand or anything. The MLB actually like okayed certain things and they okay, this year they okayed something called Pitchcom. Uh-huh. But I can tell you that in terms of stolen bases, we got the numbers and they are shocking. Uh, all right. Day one, don't worry. Okay. We have a big enough sample size. We have the data, and it did change the game. Listen up. But it's just spring training. The games games don't mean anything. No, no. This is a big enough sample size. This is going to tell us everything we want to know. When you hear these numbers, right. you're going to shit your pants. All right. In 22, there were 300 total stolen bases in all of spring training. Wow. We're halfway through spring training now. We're a little bit over halfway through. There's already been 316 stolen bases. So okay. it worked. Doubled. We're going to get more SBs. It's going to double it. Yeah. All right. We shall see. And I'm not against more stolen bases and small ball. I just hate that it took a rule change to get people to recognize. I hear that. It's a part of the game, but whatever. I'll (laughs) stop harping on that shit. So what's the next thing we want more of and what rule can we change to get it? Yeah. That's where we're at for sure. Yeah. What you want. I just want more points. I mean, look, I want to see more Shohei Atani's. I want to see more. Okay, let's clone him. Cool. We're on that. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) On the fuck. But you know what I always thought is really cool is... The switch hitter. Yeah. Ambidexterity. Oh, yeah. I mean, what I want to see is Shohei also go from the right. Okay. I want to see some gnarly ambidexterity. Do you guys know my favorite rule in baseball that they had to write in that it was absolutely necessary? Oh, that's it. They had to make this rule. <laughs> there was an ambidextrous pitcher and a switch hitter came to bat. And guess what happened? They kept on switching. They had to make a new rule on the spot. Yeah talk about the pitch clock if the pitch clock was in play i guess i would have solved this problem that's so but rad. like they ended up saying that the pitcher had to like choose first musical chairs and then the batter gets to choose after that that's so rad that's so rad and he's got to stick with it right for the whole ab <laughs> the pitcher. Uh, i'd be better off without the rule 
but that's a pretty cool story. No, 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 because because we'd have a game that would have never ended. Yeah, that's why I said musical chairs. We, they were caught in a loop. We had to fix the glitch. Yeah, the music never turned off, and we were playing musical chairs. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, they had. To, this was an absolutely necessary rule. It was absolutely yeah, necessary. Yeah, but at some point, the pitcher could start, and then if the guy's out of the batter's box, like crossing home plate, it's like, you can't cross home plate to go lefty. <laughs> like, the pitcher would just start the motion. There's no wind-up that isn't a block where you, like, switch the ball from one hand to another. That's like, you gotta... I mean, look, they could have said that the batter has to decide. They could have said, No, Yo. think about this. Both your hands are inside the mitt, and you're staring it down the batter. Both hands are behind the mitt, and then at some point, you either go back with your left or right leg, and then you just put the correct items in each hand, um, and then proceed. But the mitt's gotta be on one of the hands before you begin your delivery, so I don't know how that works. Due to the rule, is what you're saying. Oh, are you gonna, like, Jim Abbott, you're gonna put your mitt, like, exactly. in your armpit? Oh, that exactly. would work. Oh, that would work. I'm talking about sleight of hand here. Mm. Sleight of hand pitcher. Mm. It's ambidextrous. Yeah, we need more magic in baseball. But you bring that up all the time, like fooling the ump. Like you think that's cool. Some people think that's they don't like that. Oh, it's the best. Nice shout out to Jim Abbott too. Jim Abbott was a stud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. Big time. Picture the play where the base runner looks out a hundred percent, and then he does kind of like a fakie move, and he gets around the catcher somehow, and the ump points and calls him safe, and instantly go fuck yeah, like that's exciting. Mm-hmm. You know he made it, but at the same time, there's some action. He's not trying to trick a clock. He's uh, trick a robot is what I meant. But <laughs> Well, you can trick robots. That's a very interesting thing to talk about. Yeah, I guess. Okay, let's say you've got a robot that tracks your face, paint your face, or you can like put an infrared LED in your hoodie. <laughs> now, can't see your face. Okay, right? You can wear a sweater that mimics like a weird perspective where like a a lot of uh, detection systems, like you're not even a human anymore, like because you're wearing this like weird sweater. (laughs) So, I mean, there's ways to trick technology if it's it's always going to be an arms race. Right. I mean, technology is really stupid. That's the thing. Like an umpire can make the wrong call, but like he's not an idiot usually, you know. A4, at this point, the game has taken it this far. So blow it up. Not... I actually want to see the right call in baseball. Mm-hmm. Is that would that be accurate? I would just like to see the correct call being made, no matter what we're doing, including baseball. Whether it's sport, you know, scientific research, you know, just it should be called correctly. Okay, so what you're saying is yes, even in baseball, in the purest form that you would want to see it played as, you would take human error out of the game. That would be your favorite version of it? No, I think baseball, where we're talking, there's an umpire that's out there calling the shots. And if he gets it wrong, that's the way it went. I mean, back then, that's fine. But that was back then. I would be okay with it. But the game that I'm watching right now, I would want the play to be correct. Once you go down that road, it's like all or nothing. Like if we're going to do instant. It's a slippery slope. It's not just a full on yes or no question for me. It's like. No, it has to be though. I have to take time into. The, the equation. Yep, yep. I would rather have it be all human or all robots. I don't want that's kind of where this I'm in at. between thing. Like if once they brought in instant replay, that's when I was like, yeah, get it right. Like I don't care. Mm-hmm. After talking to you a bunch, would I rather they just go all the way back to humanity? I, I don't know. Sometimes I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Like favorite version of the sport. All but right. I don't want. I don't like this hybrid. Yeah. There's something off about it. I don't know. It's like once you go down this road of like trying to perfecting things, you, you're not done until it is kind of like all wrapped up. Yeah, A3, what's your favorite version? Uh, Universal DH, more points. Just kidding. Fuck you. Uh, You lie. Yeah, 
Okay, but hold on. The main question is, do you let the American League use the DH? I'm fine with that. I love the AL having DH and the differentiation of real baseball in the NL. I loved it. Yeah, me too. We love to make fun of them. I don't see a problem with that at all. I thought it was perfect. I think interleague obviously changed that. Yeah, my cousin was a huge A's fan. And it was like, oh, your favorite team's kind of playing baseball. That's sick. And we <laughs> loved rub- like ribbing each other. And now he gets to light me up, and it's stupid. Oh, man. Oh, You're on the short oh, end of the stick. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I'm a big self-governing. It was perfect with the imperfections of the game. The human part, I think A4 and I got into a, a conversation about it in the past where if a ball four is called and it was borderline, could have been a strike, and he gets the base – yeah, the fans get to get involved with the boo or whatever. Next pitch, double play, inning over. Like The game is just beautiful like that. I think there are a lot of instances in the game where it was self-governing, and that's what made me fall in love with it. It was an everyday person like Will Clark who didn't work out a day in his life with the <laughs> sweetest swing, drinking Coors Lights in the ninth inning, guaranteed, but still hit 300. And I just I loved that. And now... The game is very different, different types of players. That version of the game of baseball is what I fell in love with, for sure. Do you think there's going to be a bunch of new fans falling in love with this faster, you know, more interview on the field, mm. instant replay version of the game the way that we did? Um, no. Is it working? Are kids falling in love with this? Yeah, if it works, are you going to be happy or sad? Well, that's a great question because if it works, then that means more people like baseball. Or what used to be baseball. Hardball. Yeah, hardball. 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 Um, American hardball. American hardball, yeah. I guess my take on it with the kids is that their intention span is so minuscule as it is. And with social media and all that stuff, they have ESPN Sports Center in the palm of their hand all day. So there is that draw to the flamboyancy, the bat flips, the celebrations, the things that I don't necessarily care for, but that's not on them. That's just the way of the world now. Bench clearing ball gets more clicks than the shutout. Yeah, sad. Would you be down to have bat flip whenever you want, but the pitcher have the ability to throw at batters if they felt like it? Absolutely. Totally fine with that. Isn't that where we're at? Let's talk about like what are the good things about baseball that we want more of um, in a stupid way, right? Oh, okay, good call. Okay, so you so start. what are some just just find something great about baseball and then let's just try to hyperinflate it with some stupid rule. Uh, okay. Let's take turns. A one, you go first. Yeah. What do I love most about baseball? Um, robbed a home run, stolen home run. Yeah, sure. Well, let's start with that. The robbed shorter home fences, run. shorter fences, trampolines. They can jump on a trampoline uh, to catch one. Not trampolines in the warning track i'm not a hundred percent opposed to that actually okay (laughs) (laughs) i think it's worth considering not necessarily jumping to that immediately but i wouldn't put that off the table quite yet all right well i love the head first uh, slide into home plate so i don't know how we get more of those i'm just thinking like how do we get more triples in the game i don't know we'll figure it out oh i have the exact answer to that you're not gonna like it yeah Here's how you get more triples in the game. Oh, tell me. Have bigger ballparks. Oh, is that how you do it? It's literally that easy. I think with the universal dimensions, uh-huh. you got to have a triple alley in right center yes. and left center. Uh, exactly. It has to be symmetrical. Right. So the you'll have a kind of little spike. It'll just uh, be a little spike. Oh, I like that. In each little section. Yeah, so that'll yeah. be, you know, triples right. alley slash. Mm-hmm. You know, so a baseball field from above will look like the devil. Yes. With two horns. 
Okay. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Great. The great Satan has arrived to take over the game. <laughs> I would like to nominate Centerfield as an option for Triples Alley as well. No, we're going to put as many TVs and clocks as we can there, bro. That's prime oh, real estate. Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't know that property was spoken for. No, no. Yeah. we can make the TV bigger. <laughs> Feast the heart meter. Yeah, it's a ball game. We should have just left it alone because it was pretty fucking perfect when it began with. Okay, okay, wait, wait, hold on. Okay. Used to be based. Hardball. Yeah, hard, hardball. Hardball. Um, American hardball. American hardball, yeah. Yes. Punching the robot. Bring it on. That's the best thing I've ever heard.